0: Friends, what follows is not for the faint of heart. We bring you tales of the paranormal, human wickedness, the curious, and the bizarre. Please, if you continue, proceed with caution and an open mind. We are the Queen City Creeps.
1: Welcome to Queen City Creeps, your new favorite podcast for all things true crime, paranormal, and just a little bit weird. Today it is me, Sarah, with Shelby. Hello. And Jennifer. Hey. And we're real excited to talk to you about the mysterious disappearance of the Eileen Moore Lighthouse Keepers. To kick it off, I'm going to ask the question What is the longest either of you have ever been alone?
0: Like alone, alone.
1: Like alone, alone. Like no
2: pets alone. Like,
1: right? I mean if if you have that in your life of like not having anything ever then yes but if you have to say with your cat like cats aren't people nor do they actually like you that much so my that cat counts. loves me
0: Does the internet count?
1: <laughs> no. I mean that's the question. I mean in our society now like the likelihood of you being completely alone without like the internet, a TV,
2: anything like I don't know that I've ever had that. Honestly, I don't think I have either because now I have work. So I am going there every single day besides the weekends. But even then, like, my boyfriend lives with me. So there's that. It's either I'm at work or I'm at home with him. Mm -hmm. Or I guess there's a few hours, but even then my cat's there. So if you don't count the cat, then probably never because in the dorm rooms or whatever – I had roommates. Yeah. Shelby? I
0: I don't really know. I mean, like, I I can say that I've, I used to go, I mean, probably at least a week without seeing people, just because I would hole up and decide just not to do that anymore. Mm hmm But that was pre-job or pre, you know, I had responsibilities, but it wasn't anything I couldn't do without anybody else around. Yeah. I mean, even whenever I was out on the farm or whatever, if my dad was gone for, he worked construction a lot, so he'd be gone for a couple of weeks at a time. And I would just kind of be there and taking care of the animals and stuff like that until I decided to go on some kind of a bender. If, you know, somebody else was involved, super. If not, I didn't usually make the phone call. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I would say probably three weeks was my... Holy
2: shit. That's a long time. That's a long time.
0: Well, that was, I mean, not pre-internet, but it was like dial-up. I wouldn't get on it. Yeah. Porn pretty much. That's the only reason I'd like access the (laughs) computer. Did it
1: like slowly scroll down so it'd be like... Cleavage, cleavage,
0: cleavage, boobie. It, it was okay. I've seen this. I've seen exactly what you were describing. It was. It was more like you would. You would go in there. Uh, you would access the computer and like hit the dial-up modem or whatever, and let mm-hmm. it make its awful noise. Which, if you're already turned on, just don't even try to fucking like do dial-up. Nope. Because that'll kill a bone real fucking fast. Mm. But then,
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just thinking about that.
0: <laughs> just, just sitting there listening to a dial-up modem. And the scary, yeah. par- the scary part is whenever it starts to kind of turn you back on, because then you've reassociated something that's not really safe,
1: or it's just robot porn,
0: right? But yeah. then, but then you click on a video or whatever, and then you leave and like make a sandwich or whatever, and you come back a day and a half later, and it's like, all right, time to jerk it.
2: <laughs>
0: this is why I can't be alone,
1: because <laughs> there's just a lot of masturbation. There
0: things. is so much temptation.
1: There, are, that's the. I mean, you almost yeah, I would agree. Even to this day, there's just a it. That's the best time to do it. It's quiet. When
0: almost. you're alone, yeah. When you're that's, alone. <laughs> I, I think that's the universally accepted time to do that. Yeah.
1: Uh, I think that the the clearest memory I have of actually like being alone, because I grew up in a decent-sized family. Like There was always people around. I had just moved back to Springfield from Jeff City, and I moved into a house with a friend, but she had a boyfriend. My boyfriend didn't live here. And so she was with him 24-7. The house did not have internet set up. It barely had electricity like when we first moved in because we'd done everything online. And it was probably like a full week of me hanging out in the house waiting for my new job to start. I didn't have internet yet because the guys kept pushing it back. And it was just me hanging out by myself at this house. I don't even think we had TV or anything either. It was just reading. It was a lot of reading. I think I went to the mall and walked occasionally. But even then I wouldn't go with anybody. So was nice actually did, <laughs> yeah.
0: did, did you watch or did you read like little house on the prairie and sob because you could relate
1: <laughs> no i probably read romance novels let's be real
0: well yeah you were alone that's the i right was alone that, that would be the
1: perfect time to do it yep yep awesome all right well i'm gonna get into the story and i bring it up because it takes place on a lighthouse in the middle of the ocean it's very exciting sounds like it are you ready mm-hmm Okay, so the Eileen Moore Isles get their name from a 7th century Irish saint of the same name who is said to have built a stone church on the actual island. The Flannan Islands that it belongs to are located 20 miles from their closest neighbor, the island of Lewis. So they're like little scattering, smattering. And it was in Scotland, right? Right. Yes. Yes. So... The actual island itself means Big Island, and it's the large, largest one of these Flannan Islands. It's almost two miles across, but that's it. So there's nothing there. The first time it was ever inhabited uh, was actually the St. Flannan and his followers from the, Kel- from the Celtic Church. And they abandoned the island because it was such an unlucky place full of dangerous spirits. Supposedly there were giant birds, there were little men, and it was just haunted as fuck.
0: Hold on, so we're talking big birds, little people. That's what we're...
1: (laughs) Basically like your stereotypical Celtic fairy tales yes right yes big birds and little people
0: this seems a lot like either *Gulliver's travels or sesame street i'm not sure which right now
1: why can't it be both
0: it kind of is it is a little bit
1: okay so basically it was spooky as fuck and no one wanted to live there so the problem is is that ships would want to travel through this area and they're really difficult to get through because it's kind of shallow around the island and they could strike the rock and then everyone would die so, the lighthouse was built in 1899 to just make everything easier for everyone.
0: So it's they... seem, it like a tall order for one lighthouse.
2: <laughs> <I know. laughs> no. Like,
0: lighthouse, you're going to make everything so much cooler, and the lighthouse is like,
2: shit. So much pressure, <laughs> son
1: of a bitch. Oh, I didn't
0: sign up for this. Well,
1: I mean, that way they know that, like, in the middle of this giant ocean, there's a lighthouse. And then there's another lighthouse on lewis island which is 20 miles away so there's like a straight between those that you can actually go through gotcha yeah it's kind of weird so being a lighthouse keeper is kind of easy surprisingly but it is really lonely because there would be three men on the island at any given time and then there would be one guy that was still employed there but he would have two weeks off so you would have be there then you get two weeks off you just rotate through. Does that make sense?
0: But how long were you there before you got your two weeks off?
1: A while. I would say probably two weeks at a. If they each get two weeks at a time, every two months you get two weeks off. Right.
0: Okay, so so you're there for a month and a half, and then you get two weeks, and you're yes. there for another month and a half, and two mm. weeks.
1: Yes. Okay. Okay.
0: The, the downside being you're living at work. You, I mean, you
1: live at your work. But even then, like, there's one guy that's watching the actual lighthouse, and then there's two guys that are off duty, but they're on the actual house.
0: Right. And it's like 12 there.
1: hour shifts at a time. Yeah.
0: Right. Okay. So
1: basically, you sit there in a little room, make sure the lights
2: go in. For that sounds hours. really boring. Well, you know, it's what you're signing on for. I don't know what to tell you. Right. You hang, you hang out
0: with your two friends, the only two friends you're ever going to have again. <laughs> And just watch a light go in a circle.
1: Okay, so at the time that we're talking about, there were three men on shift. And their names were James Duckett, Donald MacArthur, and Thomas Marshall. And it was about a year after the lighthouse was completed. So they hadn't even been working there that long. And then the fourth guy was off doing his own thing for his two-week time frame. Okay? Okay.
0: Sorry, I was thinking there were only three, but there, there, are there, there are four that are going in shifts.
1: Four total in shifts.
0: Okay, that makes a month and a half yes. they make more sense now.
1: Okay, so Joseph Moore is the one that's coming back off of his two-week bender. <laughs> Just so we're all aware, that's probably what it was.
0: I feel like you're being a little racist towards the Scots right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Scottish people. If ever mm-hmm. uh, you're angry with us about that, I will buy you a... Uh, I'll,
1: I'll buy a, you a pint. I'll
0: buy you booze. <laughs> To make up for Sarah's rude, rude comment.
1: <laughs> okay. So, uh, Captain Holman of the steamer Arctur was passing by the area on December 15th and noticed that the lighthouse lamp was not shining, which is a big no-no. Like, that's a big problem. Well, so he, that's your, like,
2: one job. That's literally your one <laughs> fucking job.
1: Yeah.
0: And there's three of you to do it.
1: Right! So he sent a wireless message to the Cosmopolitan Line steamer's headquarter, and he, they are the ones that kind of keep track of all the shit and they're like hey the lighthouse is out but they actually failed to notify the northern lighthouse board because they had other pressing matters and whoever was supposed to report report it just forgot so this is december 15th that the light was out okay
0: goddamn forgetful alcoholics
1: i know (laughs) so this guy named roderick roderick that's Uh, right no roderick Mackenzie. oh yeah scotland (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Who> was,
2: <laughs> all the McKenzie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who
1: was also responsible for checking on the light from the Isle of Lewis, did not even notice that the light was out either. So he never reported it. So literally there are two people, well, four, if there are three on Lewis, there are like six fucking people whose job is to make sure that these lights are on and none of them are doing their jobs.
0: I can't make a previous statement. They're all a bunch of drunks. They're scenes. all pretty you're, much. You're, much ter- yeah. you're terrible at keeping lighthouses on.
1: Okay. So it became worse. Because there were only a few days that the men were left at the end of their shift. They got some really bad weather in the islands. So they were supposed to be replacing their fourth attendant on the December 20th, but the trip couldn't even be started until the 26th because the weather was so bad. Okay? Merry Christmas. Merry fucking Christmas. (laughs) So on the night of the 26th of December, Captain James Harvey was in charge of the ship that was also carrying Joseph Moore, the replacement lighthouse keeper. As the ship reached the landing platform, Captain Harvey was surprised not to see anyone waiting for their arrival. Because if you've been here for a couple of weeks waiting for this dude and they're late, you would think someone would be there like, Oh, hey, guys. Hooray!
0: So did they know that the lighthouse was off?
1: They noticed it was out.
0: Well, obviously they when noticed they it on, on the way up, but like, no one told them? No one told them. Oh, that seems kind of weird.
1: Yeah. So he's like, Well, that's fucking weird. So he blew the horn of the ship and shot up a warning flare to track, attract attention. And you gotta consider too, like they probably want somebody waving them in or something, right? Like when you're mooring a ship, don't you need someone on the dock?
0: I, I mean, you're saying it's like no. you're you're saying it's like you're backing a trailer. Like I, mean, <laughs> I don't have any
1: idea. I, I think you can like gesturing. if you're a good sea captain. <laughs> I'd
0: like to think you can. Like the only thing I can think would just, would be if somebody was like, "Hey, by the way, it's kind of like shallow over here. Yeah, maybe park over there.
1: Over there, right? Yeah. right. Okay."
0: But that's Whatever. I mean I don't know how many people it takes to again, how how many Scots does it take to moor a ship.
1: No. This guy was named James Harvey though. Maybe he wasn't Scottish. Maybe he's English. Okay, regardless, it doesn't matter. So they I shall... feel like she's being racist towards the English.
2: <laughs> that's what I'm hearing right now. The They're ne- not good boat drivers. I don't know <laughs> what to tell you.
0: The good news is I don't think Europeans actually have the internet anymore, so we don't really have to worry oh, about right. the hearing this.
1: Right fucking english sailors okay so they sent up this warning flare to attract attention no response so then joseph moore rowed ashore and he went up this set of stairs that led to the lighthouse and according to reports from moore himself he just he felt an overwhelming sense of foreboding Hindsight's twenty twenty. Probably walking into what he was gonna find. Now he's like, man, I should have fucking realized that.
0: You're but, also walking up to a lighthouse that's not on currently. Up a large set of stairs that I assume goes up the side of a fucking cliff.
1: On a Scottish Isle.
0: I feel like if there were people up at the top, like cheering you on, you'd still be like, this place is fucking. is <laughs>
1: <weird." laughs> fucking creepy. Okay. That's true. So once at the lighthouse, Moore noticed that something was immediately wrong. The door to the lighthouse was unlocked and wide open. And in the entrance hall, two of the three oil-skinned coats were missing.
0: Well, yeah, but who the fuck's breaking into a lighthouse? No one. Especially on, on an uninhabited island. island.
1: <laughs> so he walked into the kitchen area, and he found half-eaten food and an overturned chair. And all of the clocks in the lighthouse had stopped. You're going to ask me oh. what time they stopped at? I have no fucking clue. Uh. It doesn't say. But, supposedly, all of the clocks in the lighthouse were stopped. That's crazy. So, he ran around the rest of the lighthouse, but found no sign of any of the lighthouse keepers. So, he ran back to the ship to inform Captain Harvey, who subsequently ordered a search of the islands for missing men, and no one was found. In this entire two-mile radius, there was no one found.
0: Right. I mean, it's not a big island by any means. It's it's also not like a... I mean, it's Scotland. It's not a jungle island. You can pretty much just yell from one side of the island to the other, I assume. Exactly.
1: You'll be able to see line of sight, Right. Yeah. So he sent a telegram back to Edinburgh, and the telegraph read, A dreadful accident has happened at Flannan's. The three keepers and the occasional have disappeared from the island. On our arrival, there is no sign of life to be seen on the island. Fired a rocket, but as no response was made, managed to land more, who went up to the station but found no keepers there. The clocks were stopped, and other signs indicated that the accident must have happened about a week ago. Poor fellows, they must have been blown over the cliffs or drowned trying to secure a crane or something like that. Night coming on, we could not wait to make something of their fate. I have left Moore, McDonald, Boymaster, and two seamen on the island to keep the light burning until you make other arrangements. Will not return to Oban until I hear from you. I have repeated this wire to Moorhead in case you're not at home. I will remain in the Telegraph office tonight until it closes if you wish to wire me.
0: Two things. Semen. Ha ha. (laughs) Second thing, I just realized why the clock stopped because they weren't there winding them. It's not because, like, some weird electromagnetic pulse went through. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'm an idiot. Sorry. That
1: makes sense. No, I... That, I didn't think about that either. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I I'm didn't sitting either. here.
0: I'm sitting here thinking all the digital clocks in this place in the 20s were like blinking 12 o'clock or whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> no, like they didn't. They weren't there to wind them. That makes well, sense. Well,
1: but now. I always think of like, what is it like Amityville and The Conjuring when they're like. It stopped at 3 o'clock.
0: Right, but those ones are the
1: witching hour or whatever the fuck.
0: But those are plugged into the wall. That's valid. These ones that they would have in... In 1900. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I I said 20s, but yeah, this is even earlier than that. Yeah, those were wind-ups. That's true. Which if you don't wind about every three days usually, they just stop working.
1: See, I didn't realize that. Good job, Shelby. Shelby, solve the mystery, you guys. (laughs) It's nothing paranormal.
0: I still still don't know where they are, but I'm glad to see that the clocks are, you know, functioning as they should.
1: Oh, geez. All right. So, Robert Moorhead, who is mentioned in the uh, Telegraph, is the board superintendent, and he personally knew all three men. So, he decided he was going to pick up and he was going to go investigate what happened. Okay? He investigated the lighthouse from top to bottom and basically saw everything that Moorhead told him because other than you know making it a little livable they didn't really change anything in the lighthouse he did find the lighthouse log though and there are some weird things in there so moore had immediately noticed that the last few days of entries were very unusual on the 12th of december thomas marshall the second assistant wrote that severe winds, the likes of which i've never seen before in 20 years he also noticed that James. Duckett, the principal keeper, had been very quiet, and that the third assistant, William MacArthur, had been crying. Like,
0: get it together, MacArthur.
1: In, right? <laughs> in the log book, so obviously it's a big deal. Right, wow. they, they were probably just yeah. doing.
0: Like MacArthur probably never saw the log so they were just like this little bitch. going to write about what him. The fuck? But he wasn't actually crying. They just wanted to make him look stupid once they once they turned up missing. Yes.
1: So what's interesting is that William MacArthur was a seasoned mariner, so he seaman again. And he was actually Thank known you. on the mainland as like a brawler. Like he actually was a f- big, burly, like fighter. So he's not going to be crying because some wind.
0: Fighters can That's cry. fucking it's
1: stupid. Because hey, of some
2: wind. It's not the
0: 1900s anymore. <laughs> Men can cry about whatever. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> In the 1900s, that was enough for somebody to want to fight you. Yeah. So
2: maybe he was just tired of being alone. He had his I, buddies, man. I guess they but... weren't.
0: They weren't, they weren't buddies. They were. They were. Maybe they were fighting.
1: Crying. So on the thirteenth of December, the logbook said that the storm was still raging and that all three men had been praying. So that's a little weird. Because they're all three experienced lighthouse keepers. Like a little bit of wind, even like a decent storm, it's not gonna make them cry and pray. Like that feels a little bit excessive. At least that's what this Moorhead guy thought.
0: Well, no, I would agree with you on that. If you're if you're not new at this, I would imagine you know, yeah, the the first pants shooting event you have at a light mm. at a lighthouse, you're probably gonna do some praying.
1: So, as they pointed out, these three men were in a brand new fucking lighthouse. They were 150 feet above sea level. They should have been perfectly safe, no matter how bad the storm got. So, it's a little and, bit And weird. should
0: have been aware of that fact, having been involved in lighthouses in the past. Exactly. I think.
1: So, what else is weird is that on the nearby island, Lewis Isle, right? Mm-hmm. On the 12th, the 13th, and the 14th of December, the weather was completely calm. And this was less than 20 miles away. They said no rain, no wind, no nothing. So that would be a very specific area to just not get any weather.
0: But they Hmm. they pissed off God or something. Evidently,
1: yes. So the final log entry was made on the 15th of December. It simply read, storm is ended, sea calm, God is over all. And that was it. So, all right. yeah, what, is, what does that even mean? <laughs> Who knows?
0: Well, I mean, if the storm's over...
1: <clears throat> Praise Jesus.
0: Yeah, great, God is good and stuff. He wasn't a minute ago. So,
1: after reading all these logs, Moorhead's attention turned to the remaining oilskin coat that had been left by the entrance. Why, in a cold winter night, when there was so much rain and storm and grossness, um, would one of the lighthouse keepers venture out without his coat on? Furthermore, why had all three lighthouse staff left their post at the exact same time when rules and regulations strictly prohibit it?
0: Right, I figured that's kind of why like you have three dudes there. So exactly. That one of them will always be at the lighthouse, and
1: one is outside without any type of rain protection, which is a little
2: weird. Yes.
1: Okay. So there are a bunch of hypotheses, but I want to go over a couple of just informational bits about these men before getting into it. You Perfect. ready? Are you ready yes. for this? Okay. So, all three men that vanished were very experienced at their work, and Duckett had been chosen as the lead lighthouse keeper while they were constructing the lighthouse. So, he was pretty well known in what he was doing. He also lived on Eileen Moore for 14 months, so he was well aware of all possible weather conditions. He'd done a bunch of research, super prepared on top of it. Okay? So, he was... There were no Rickies on this island.
2: (laughs)
0: What the, I'm there were no what?
1: Rookies, not rookies.
0: Oh, are these, I, I heard rickies. I <laughs> <So> did I?
2: <laughs> well, like, there were no any,
1: rickies. There were no rickies either. There were some mickeys, but it's fine. Okay, okay. So Duckett and MacArthur were married men, and Marshall was single.
0: To each other, or
1: um, to women? Oh, okay. Yes.
0: Oh yeah, nineteen hundred. Sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, no, no digital clocks, no butt stuff. Understood. Right. right
1: exactly. huh? Yeah. At least not with like a wedding ring. To each other.
0: Like a... Yeah. Then what kind of ring, Sarah?
1: <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> the construction of the lighthouse took four years, not the two that were planned for it, because of the rough seas around the Flannon Islands and harsh weather conditions. So in his reports of the events, Moore stated that the kitchen door was the only one he could open to enter the lighthouse. The outside gate was closed, the fire had not been lit for some days, and everything within the lighthouse was in proper order, I guess other than the chair in the kitchen being flipped over.
0: Right. I actually I remember reading that part earlier, whenever I was looking that over, and I was like, so everything was in order except for the chair... That was flipped that over. ...that was flipped over. That would indicate not proper order.
2: Order. And yeah. didn't you say there was, like, half-eaten food and stuff yeah. on the table? Yeah. Like, no, that's weird. It, it seems so like a
0: really now. sudden departure for everything to right. be completely in order or yeah. whatever. But...
2: Moore's a weirdo, basically,
1: is what I think. He killed them all. Anyway.
0: It's probably... I mean, if you looked at his house at the time, it's probably like, no, this place is... <laughs> a fucking mess. Yeah, this place is paradise compared to mine. So.
1: <laughs> when he searched the island, this is Moore, with the volunteers, they noted that the western landing where there there had been some storm damage at some point. The iron railings of the trolley tramway had started from their foundations and broken in several places. The box containing the mooring ropes had entirely vanished. Um... Despite, like, when it's being moored, it actually is really wedged in there and attached with ropes. So to get that loose would be kind of a bitch, is what it sounds like. So there's that.
0: I don't know much about boats, but
1: okay. I don't really, or about lighthouses. If anybody knows anything about lighthouses, hit us. So up. essentially, we have we don't know anything
2: about any of this story.
0: <laughs> we right. are this, living
1: in the Midwest. Yeah. Is,
0: is there a glossary at the end of the story to explain what all these weird boat terms are?
1: No, but we should have one.
0: I mean, we can we can post one. I'm certain. But, okay. Cool. But I, I'm just sitting here like I've been on a boat once. I know know everything there is new about this. I know all about it. Yeah, none of those places that I went on a Mm -hmm. boat had lighthouses because they weren't like an ocean.
1: Yeah. Okay, so Captain Harvey believed the men went missing on the 20th of December because of the stop clocks and a great storm that took place on the western coast on that day. So not even specifically that island, just the western coast of Scotland. But the logbook had been completed until December 15th. So mm, it's a little iffy.
0: So you would think they would have disappeared around December 15th. So I think the logbook's a pretty consistently kept thing. Yeah. It's it's not like you catch up on it three days after something happens. You exactly. just write it down as it goes.
1: Yep. Hmm. I mean, talking about little bitch MacArthur crying, but you can't keep track of it for like five days, really? I don't think that's right. the case. I'm
0: just tired. I'm tired of writing about MacArthur crying, so I'm not going to get it for a little while.
1: Constant at this point. Okay. So what it comes down to is that one possible reason for the men's disappearance is that maybe one of the men fell from the landing steps while trying to retrieve, like, a crate or something that had blown off in the storm. And the other two tried to rescue him, and then they all fell off the cliff.
0: Sure. Because it
1: was stormy and disgusting and whatever. And but one, it-
0: one of them was mid-dinner and had to run out there in the middle of it.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And couldn't even be bothered with a coat, mm. I guess. So, wait. They're saying they fell off the cliff and then yes. was washed away in the... In the ocean or whatever, and that's why they can't find the bodies. Well, but here's the
1: thing: the problem is, is that while it explains why the box with the mooring ropes was missing, it doesn't explain why two of the men were outside in the weather in their coats, but the other one wasn't. And it also doesn't help that none of the bodies were ever recovered. Like if you fell off the cliff, something of you would pop up. Probably.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, at least one person was eating dinner. We (laughs) can just assume that. Yes. I mean, so it was...
1: 100%.
0: MacArthur, get your ass out here. No time for a coat. we got to save this dude. Whoever, whichever the other two it might have been.
1: Yeah. So another hypothesis is that the men just decided to seek greener pastures. Um, That's
0: what they say about teenage runways.
1: Right? (laughs) And these men were not teenagers. Yeah. So... Uh, or maybe they, like, hopped on a passing boat because they were tired of it being cold and gross. Um, but the thing is, is that they were, like, married and had kids and families. So
2: you would think that they would go back to their families. They would go
1: back to their families yeah. or, like, at least have a sense of mission. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they just completely abandoned their post. That's a little weird.
2: Right.
0: Hey, you remember how they fell in love with each other, right?
1: Right. So then they ran mm-hmm. away to mm-hmm. South America. Society for would sure. Never, society would
0: never mm-hmm. accept them.
1: Exactly. Now, it's also possible that maybe the men were taken aboard another boat without their permission. So, like, pirates maybe? But why? Like, nothing was taken. Nothing was plundered.
0: Wow, these are some really sweet oilskin coats.
1: Yeah, but I'm only going to take two instead of all three.
0: I would agree that seems a a little far-fetched.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. There are many people that think that maybe because they'd been alone for so long and they didn't know when people were coming. I mean, they were expecting it. ship on the 20th and it was the 26th. So maybe they thought no one was coming. Who knows? Maybe two of the men were killed by the third who then committed suicide because he felt so fucking terrible about it. But... There's no proof of that. Like the logbooks don't say anything about like fighting or bitterness or you know anything like that. It's literally just a storm. Unless we're talking like a metaphorical storm of emotions, but I don't <laughs> think that's the case.
0: I don't, I don't think they were going that deep. I don't think
2: yeah, either. probably. Mark not. Arthur
1: was crying because we were so mean to him, and now he's going to kill us. It does not what's happening. So that theory is a little questionable. So. Considering some of the other, like, superstitious things that have happened, like giant birds and little men or whatever, a lot of people think that it's possible that they were actually abducted.
0: By giant birds.
1: By giant birds or maybe, like, a UFO because people are weird.
0: I mean, like, okay, so is that what we're talking about when we say little men?
1: I don't know.
0: Because I'm I'm somewhere between, like, dwarves and maybe, maybe aliens. I, but I, again, I'm, I'm still full on Gelver Travels right now. I so. guess
1: in my head, I don't know. But basically, it comes back to like the old Celtic tales of like fairies taking people. You know what I mean? And a lot of times mm-hmm. it's kids, but it can be adults too. And if they want, they can go off to this fairy world and you're just fucking gone. So, do that they say would why they do that? those religions or that those stories? Um, there's all sorts of reasons. Like, you can get fairies pissed off at you. They can think you're, like, a beautiful human, which it doesn't even mean if you're, like, a brawly, burly Scottish brawler. Like, y- y- there can be something that's different to them, so it's appealing. Yeah. I don't necessarily believe in fairies, but I think, like, that tradition is super, super interesting.
0: So so that's where so, we're going with, with, little, I, in little, with little men. With
1: little men in my head, I think, like, Celtic fairy, like, creepy changeling type things. Yeah.
0: Okay. I, I'm willing to accept it. I'm just, I, I can see that also lending itself to, like, an alien But some people think UFO. Right. Yeah. Which is easy to do. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, it's a lighthouse. It's fucking creepy anyway. So why not try sure. to explain it with all these other reasons besides. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and this is the most popular hypothesis. Are you ready for this? I don't know. Are you well, ready for the j Yes.
0: Well, let, let me re-sit down really quick. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: I need you to... So, the most popular, like, current thought is that there was a freak wave um, that came up and basically just swept the men off the island.
0: So, like... But why
1: so... the fuck were they all outside? That doesn't
2: make any sense to me.
0: It was like, hey, duck it. Come <laughs> with this big fucking wave.
2: <laughs> what is that? That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, like in the Midwest, we look at tornadoes just outside. We know shit's about to go down, but we want to look at it outside. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Instead of, you know, taking cover or whatever, we look outside for it. It's three men, too. Yeah. And men so don't make the best decisions. No.
0: I mean, not when it comes to looking at cool shit. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a giant fucking wave, I'm probably going to go look at it. But at right. the same time, you have an observation deck really high up That's on this That's true. Thing. And you would also think that they would have known. I mean, if that if the lighthouse got hit like by a, a tsunami-like wave,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you would think the inside would still be a little damp six days later.
1: Yeah, unless they were all. I mean,
0: that's actually why I believed the clock thing before. Whenever I was like, "Yeah, that would knock the batteries out of those clocks," I bet. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, "I yeah, no,
1: winded the batteries, <laughs> dang it." So there actually has been like a phenomenon of extremely large waves appearing suddenly. And it happens on islands in that area, especially when the weather is calm but stormy.
0: (laughs) I I like how that's just how we describe it now. (laughs) Calm but
1: stormy. Like one
0: guy writes at one time, and now it's just what we call it.
1: (laughs) So, but the problem is, if it was a freak wave, those things aren't on a clock. Like, you're not going to be able to prove that that's actually what happened. There's just, there's no good way to prove what
2: happened. If it was a big enough wave, those other little islands, they would probably have noticed a big as shit wave. Wouldn't probably? they? I would assume. If it was like a tsunami type thing, yeah, I think another island would feel it too. I mean, again, Midwest, I have no fucking clue. Yeah, that's true.
0: If, if you live near a coast, if you've seen
2: the ocean, right, you, <laughs> I've seen the ocean. I I've just don't know much ocean. about it. I've seen the ocean too.
0: Right. I just fine. haven't. I haven't seen like a destruction level wave event. Yeah. So yeah. I don't really know what that's all about.
1: Man, this was a really good story for us to talk about, you guys.
0: <laughs> yeah. From here on out, no stories about boats or water or anything like that. We'll stick to corn. What we fucking know.
1: <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. In the 1970s, the lighthouse was fully automated. So, no one had to stay out there. But up until that point, people still had to run the fucking lighthouse.
0: After hearing these stories, I hope.
1: Oh, yes. So, in the decade leading up to the 1970s, lighthouse keepers reportedly heard voices. They would see the missing lighthouse keepers. People still don't really like to go out there and hang out. Like, it's, it's just a big mystery. And like we said, like... They're gone, and there's no trace of what happened to them, and they don't know that they're ever going to figure it out.
0: That just sounds like the craziest, like HR training or whatever. Where the <laughs> right. Fir- first day, it's like, all right, now just come. Cl- just to make this really clear, there were three men that just disappeared out here at one point and never mm-hmm. came back. If you see them, just give us a shout.
2: <laughs> you see any
1: evidence? Let us know. Do you think that Joseph Moore went back and like worked the lighthouse? I bet he was the most senior member of the people. Now,
0: <laughs> what other skills do you have if you're a senior lighthouse keeper? Something tells no. you've been doing that for a while. That's yeah.
1: true. That's very true. It's
0: like, can I operate a lighthouse farther inland somewhere? Is that an option? I don't oh, think we don't so. have those. Okay, never mind then.
1: Well, shit, shit.
0: We. Well. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I would have to assume that he had to just go back out there and be like, all right, guess I'll be the one asshole out here now. Till we can find more people to take this job that three other people disappeared from, which I'm gonna say is probably a hard sell.
2: All by myself. That was beautiful.
0: That was lovely. Yeah, loved it. I'm just saying, like, how do you put that in? Okay, so this this obviously came out in the newspaper, right? Like, this was a thing that was published. So people were aware of this. How do you run a classified ad next to that?
1: Yeah, I mean, thrill seekers need it.
0: Right. Th- it's like three Spin housekeepers. Spin that shit. Three lighthouse keepers vanish in mysterious accident, <laughs> and then next to it, three lighthouse keepers wanted.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, you wouldn't obviously run them right beside each other. One of that's first page or front page worthy. The other's like classifieds.
0: It's a newspaper (laughs) in 1900. They're
1: two pages. I don't think that's the case. There are plenty of news stories.
0: Okay, how about on an island that no one else lives on?
1: Then why the fuck do you have a newspaper? For those
0: three assholes that disappeared.
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thank you for sticking with us about this crazy lighthouse keeper disappearance. Someday we will go to a lighthouse... Maybe. Probably not. Let's I'm, be real. I'm terrified
0: of them now, so no thank you.
1: Oh my gosh. I feel like I've been to a lighthouse. <laughs> <When>? <laughs> I don't know where. A uh, lighthouse at a mini golf course does not count.
2: Oh, well that's unfortunate.
0: <laughs> like, like lighthouse lanes or anything like that.
2: Oh, I've been to lighthouse lanes. Or maybe I was about to go on a lighthouse tour, and I think it like... Uh... Was there a freak wave? No, but no. It wasn't a real lighthouse. Never mind. <laughs> Know what I'm talking about. <laughs> awesome. I don't remember anything. So there's that. I don't think I've met a person with as
1: bad a memory as you. Alright, guys, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about the disappearance of the Eileen Moore lighthouse keepers, if you know anything about fucking lighthouses, not actually fucking lighthouses, like <laughs> if you know anything about lighthouses. Or like oceans. Or oceans, boats, freak waves, cliff stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Hit us Clip up. Stuff. We would really appreciate it. And we hope you have a good night. Thanks. Bye.